0: Have not followed cunningly devised fables, meaning somebody didn't sit down and make this all up. When we made known unto you the power and coming of our Lord Jesus Christ, he's talking about what, why we even do all of this the power of God and the coming of the Lord. He says, But we were high witnesses of his majesty. For he, he received from God the Father honor and glory, talking about Jesus, when there came such a voice to him from the excellent glory, this is my beloved son in whom I am well pleased. And this voice which came from heaven we heard, this is Peter talking, so he's talking about the time when he uh, uh, went up into the mountain with Jesus, and he, his, his, the, the, the body of Jesus was transfigured or transformed before them into uh, a more glorified form. And it was almost as if uh, p- perfect and pure light was emanating from the body of Jesus. And uh, he began to hear a voice. Peter began to hear a voice in that, in that whole ex- uh, encounter. And he said, this voice we heard when we were with him on the holy mount." We have, um, we have also a more sure word of prophecy whereunto ye do well that ye take heed as unto a light that shineth in a dark place. Somebody say the light, the light shines, shines in dark places. Okay, you, we've been talking about uh, letting our light so shine, right? The Bible says the light shineth in a dark place. Why? Until the day dawns. And the day star arise not in your situation, in your hearts. I'm going to tell you how God is about to break some things right now. Hallelujah. You're going to realize that there there is nothing wrong with the situation around you. Hallelujah. Everything could be going haywire and against what you feel is comfortable for you, but it's not about what's going on around you. God is interested in what's going on in you. Oh, hallelujah. That means it doesn't matter how much darkness is going on in your life, there's a day star that can rise in your hearts and what's on the inside of you is greater than what... Oh, hallelujah. 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 The light shines in dark places until the day dawns and the day star arises in your hearts. Hallelujah. As you make your way back to your seat, I want to speak to you today that today is a new day. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Somebody needs to receive that statement right now. I'm not speaking prophetically I'm speaking emphatically today is a new day we're not looking for it to come we're not wandering on yesterday what could have happened right now God has a new day to dawn in somebody's hearts hallelujah praise God praise God you may be seated hallelujah reason why we have this terminology that we use in describing spiritual activity and operations talking about light and darkness not just good and evil is because This is what has been declared in the beginning. And the Bible tells us that God declares the end from the beginning. So if we stroll back to the beginning, we will see some things that should give you encouragement today. We should see some things that should illuminate your minds to look beyond present circumstances or what's standing right in front of you that might be blocking your vision of what God is really trying to do in your life. The Bible tells us in the beginning, God created the heaven and the earth and the earth was without form and empty. It was void and darkness was upon the face of Of the deep. Let me just pause here to explain some things to you because you have to understand the environment in which all of this is happening. In order for there to be a beginning, that means time had to be created because God is not bound by time, time is a created thing, God exists in eternity. There is no then and now, there is no going to be in eternity. There is, that's, it's it just is. And that's why when God was ready to introduce himself and a name that he would give uh, uh, progressively to man, all he said was, I am. Because it's not about uh, what I was, it's not about what I am going to be, hallelujah. It's about right now, hallelujah. I Am. Hallelujah. And God is pure light. Hallelujah and in order for there to be a beginning God had to create that beginning and the Bible says in that beginning there was darkness, there was emptiness but before there was darkness before there was emptiness there was God, hallelujah and so when God begins a thing that thing starts off a little dark that thing starts off a little empty but it never stays that way because when God creates Your beginning, it feels a little empty. It feels a little low. It feels a little obscure. It feels a little dark. But God's not done on that day. Hallelujah. Because the Spirit of God began to move on that beginning. And I'm telling you right now that what you're going through is not your end. It's just the beginning. Today is a new day. Somebody needs to look at your darkness. Somebody needs to look at your habits. Somebody needs to look at your sickness and say it's not over yet. Today is a new day. Hallelujah. So God, in order to show his glory, he had to create a deficit He had to create something that needed him so he created a beginning and in that beginning the Bible says when the heavens and the earth was created it was dark and it was was empty Uh, but, but, but something happened in that darkness and with the emptiness it was still dark pastor. But God was moving. Glory to
1: God. Somebody better
0: hear me right now. It was still dark. It was still obscure. It was still a little confusing. But God was moving even in the darkness. Even in the obscurity. God was moving. And you think that the devil has the upper hand. That's a lie of the enemy. Even in the darkness. God is still He's not asleep. He's not taking a vacation. He's moving in your darkness. He's active. He's operating. He's working on your behalf. You can't see it. But even if I don't see it, something's moving in here. I can pay attention to the movement uh, or I can pay attention to the darkness uh, and that will, oh hallelujah, that will dictate uh, how I respond uh, in the beginning. Hallelujah. So I can be fearful. I can begin to complain. I can begin to question God or I can begin to worship. Hallelujah. I can begin to worry Or I can use this as an opportunity to display my faith. Come on, you're not operating in faith if you see everything that's going on. If you know exactly what God is doing, that's not faith. That's observation. And just because you observe good things and you worship, that gives no glory to God but people that know their God. Hallelujah. Even when you can't see what God is doing and you don't know where he's at right now and you begin to praise him, you begin to worship, that begins to bring your faith to a whole nother level. And that's what God is looking for. He said, when I come back, I'm looking to find faith in the earth. I'm not just looking for people that can respond to what they see. I'm looking for people that can respond to what you cannot see. Because when you respond to what you cannot see, it's not about what's obvious. It's about what you know. Do you have the information? Do you really believe what you know about who God is? Because if you believe what you know about God, it doesn't matter what it looks like. I know in whom I believe. I know who I serve and I can bless him right now. lift your hands right now God is trying to break through to somebody because you just want to look for solutions and God said the reason why I delayed your answer is because I want to know if you really believe me if you really believe what you say you believe and how you respond in the middle of your darkness will determine what you believe about God to do it. So he creates this beginning and in that beginning there were things there. It was kind of chaotic but something was there. Amen. Yeah. And God don't need a whole lot. Just something's there for him to move on. So he's moving on the emptiness and the darkness. Before he says one word, his spirit is already in operation. Nobody knows what's going on because nobody said anything about this. It's new. Nobody knows what to do with this. And before God gives any instruction, before God makes a statement, he starts moving. And if, 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 you, if you're only a, a, a visual type of person, you'll miss the whole thing. Because you, 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 the just don't live by sight. But people that are justified, they live by faith and guess what faith is not real faith or active faith or it's not validated faith unless you are doing something so that means if i really have faith in god i'm not just gonna say well i know i believe god i know god can do this but my actions will reflect what i say i believe hallelujah So in the middle of that darkness, if I really believe that God is a healer, I'll begin to praise him because he's a healer even though I'm still sick. I know he's a provider even when I still got bills on the table. I'll worship him right now in the darkness, in the deficit, in the emptiness. I'll worship him right now. So not only does he move, I would say the spirit of God moves upon the face of the water. And God said, notice, this is after the beginning. This This is not still the beginning. This is a while after the beginning. Because there was a beginning, God begins to move, and a little while after, something is said. Instruction is given about the situation. He says, let there be light. And there was light. Think about this now. And the Bible says that God now divides. He says, this is light and this is darkness. The Bible says the evening and the morning were the first day. Notice the Bible didn't say the morning And the evening was the first day. It says the evening and the morning was the first day. Why? Because when God begins a thing, he begins it in the dark. Somebody let that settle in right now. So the evening and the morning is the full day. Not the morning and the evening. It doesn't begin with your understanding. It begins with a question. It begins with I don't know what's really going on. It begins with the darkness. Hallelujah. God begins his day in the dark. And just because it's dark doesn't mean it's over. If it's dark, it's just beginning because after the darkness, in the middle of your day, God is going to open his mouth and begin to He's going to give you a word that's going to change everything. He's going to give you a word that's going to bring understanding and revelation and what you couldn't see before in the middle of your day. You're going to begin to see. Oh, hallelujah. Lift your hands. God wants to minister to somebody right now. You thought this was the end. This is not the end. This is just your beginning. Somebody respond to the word of the Lord right now. It's chaotic but it's not the end. It's a little confusing but it's not the end. It's a little dismal but it's not the end. It's a little obscure but it's not the end. It's a little dark but it's not the end. It's a little depressing but it's not the end. You're stressed out it's not the end. You're, oh, You're oppressed it's not the end it's just your big beginning. Because God is about to open his mouth and speak right into the middle of your chaos and your darkness and he's going to bring a life-changing event. He's going to bring a life-changing event that's going to make you see everything differently. Nothing. Nothing. Is going to look the same after God speaks into this. But he doesn't speak in the beginning. He just works. Yeah. Yeah. He begins to operate. He begins to move. He's setting things in order. And he turns off the lights on you. Why? Because if you saw everything that God was doing, you try to micromanage him. You say, oh, well, I don't know. I don't know how that's all going to work out. Are you sure about this, God? No, I'm not going there. No, I'm not doing this because that looks like this. No, no, no. So he turns the lights off on, on you and begins to do what he's got to do. And all of a sudden, he begins to speak into that unknowing. Hallelujah. And lights begin to come on. And you begin to say, God has been here the whole time working on my behalf. He's working. He's not sleeping. He's working. Somebody say God is working. God is, working. God is at work. He is not lazy uh, according to his promise, uh, but he is long-suffering. Hallelujah. And he will work uh, until the conditions are right uh, for his word. Hallelujah. Because there is nothing wrong with what he says. There is something wrong with how we hear it. So he doesn't speak to us immediately. He's got to get us to a place where we're willing to hear what he's got to say. And when we're in a position where we can't wiggle this way and we can't wiggle that way and we can't figure it out on our own, then God can say, here it is. He will box you. You thought the devil did it. But God allowed it for you to be boxed into a corner so you can stop working because as long as you're working he can't you got your hands all over it you're in God's workspace so God says you know what since you think you've got it all together I'm going to turn off the lights let's see how you work now Let's see you work in the darkness. No, you can't. We must work the works of him while it is day because the night cometh when no man can work. That doesn't mean the work stops. That just means man can't do it. And when man stops working, God starts his work day right there. I'm starting my day and I turned off the lights on you so you wouldn't get in the way of your own blessing I don't want you to get in the way of this because I'm doing something to bless you, and you might mess it up if you put your hands on it. So let me turn the lights off on you so you can't understand what's going on. And if you don't understand what's going on, you don't know exactly where to go and what to do. So I can direct your path. I can give you instruction. I am the one that can give the light. And I don't do it in the beginning. I do it in the middle of the day because the evening and the morning are the first day. God's day begins as it's getting darker. And God says, it's time for you to begin to see what I've been doing this whole time. Your humanity begin to tell you some things, begin to, uh, influence you to open portals to the enemy. Uh, and when I say portals, I'm not talking about anything you know, sci-fi. I'm talking about openings of access where the enemy can speak to you and you'll begin to listen. That's, that, that's what happens in darkness. We get so desperate for a word. We can't wait for it. We get desperate for a word and we begin to listen to anything that sounds supernatural. Anything that sounds like it's above, a, a little above my pay grade, you know what, I probably wouldn't think of that on my own. So maybe that's God. No, that ain't God. That's something trying to give you instruction because you're desperate. And that's exactly how the enemy works. Hallelujah. You get desperate for things and then he'll try to preempt God with a facsimile of a blessing. Hallelujah. You thought that was your blessing uh, but that was just a distraction uh, for the enemy to get you to listen to him. Oh yeah, right there. You thought that was God but it was the devil playing God because he knew you were desperate and you hooked up and linked up with a false blessing. And you thought it was going to bless your life. And it just caused you issues. It caused you problems. But God said, even though you made some mistakes in the dark, I can turn on your light. Hallelujah. Because the day is not over. You know how it goes? It goes darkness, then light, day over. So when you see darkness, that means it's just beginning. But in the middle of all of that, when God begins to speak to your situation, the lights turn on. And guess what? All the critters and the creepy crawlers, they don't really come out in the light. They come out in the night. So all the pests that are coming against you and the things that are trying to attack you, that happens in the dark because they know you're in a vulnerable position. You're vulnerable. And so you're in this place where you're looking for God and you're you're beginning to open up to certain things because you think, well, maybe this is the answer. Well, no, maybe this is the answer. And the enemy's taking advantage of your attempts at trying to do your own thing. And God says in the middle of it, let there be light. Notice, he didn't say create light. He said, Let there be light because the light never went away. Oh my God. Do you realize, oh Lord, do you realize that darkness, everybody uses this definition, but this is not true according to, thank you, according to uh, uh, how God does things. People say that uh, darkness is simply the absence of light. That's not true. That's not biblical. Darkness is lesser light. The light never goes away. You just can't see it. The lesser light rules the night. You, you got to understand something. When, when God created, uh, uh, we use the sun and the moon to, to track where we are in the day. That didn't come until later on in God's creation. But in the first day, God said, Let there be light, meaning allow light to begin to shine. We're going to stop holding this back. We're going to to allow it to take control. So God is holding back some things just so you can get in a position where you know that he's the only one that has the source. And if he is the source, you can't look anywhere else for your answers. You need God. And that's why you're here today. You're not here just to check something out. You're here because you need God. And the moment you say you don't need God, He turns off the lights and lets you realize, I can't do this in my own darkness. God, allow your light to shine in me. Because we've had enough of God shining his light on us. And some of you are comfortable with that. You're okay with just the light shining on you. But you don't want to have to do the work to let the light shine in you right, here it is now because if you really want to live in a perpetual state where you can have faith and trust God you can't just have light on you you gotta have the light in you hallelujah and God created a, a journey from the first verse of the Bible to teach you how to get the light in you not just on you hallelujah because the day star doesn't just want to shine on you it wants to rise up in you. Hallelujah. That Who is that day star? That's Jesus. That's almighty God. He doesn't just want to shine on you. He wants to shine in you. Every hand lifted right now. Oh, hallelujah. Come on. That light wants to shine in you. Hallelujah. And as soon as as you begin to feel the light begin to go away God says okay it's time to work hallelujah and while he's working you're worrying hallelujah while he's working you're weeping when you're supposed to be worshiping and while he's working and he just looks at you and he says you know what it's all right because you're human you're frail and I created you to need me hallelujah so go ahead and weep but guess what weeping only endures for a night but in the middle of your day something is going to break, and that's why we call it day break because in the middle of the darkness something breaks forth something begins to shatter what's been holding you down and holding you bound and the light prevails every hand lifted right now. The light wants to prevail. But you cannot try to figure this out on your own. You have to need God. No. He does not Want to be an accessory to your life. How some people just like, you know, they put on the, accessorize because they just, they want that bling, you know. So we, they accessorize, you know. It's not just my hair, but I got to wear a band because it blings, you know. I accessorize. beginning to bling, some of y'all watches is bling, some of y'all rings is bling. But we blinging. But your bling is not the light. It can only do one thing. It can only reflect what's really going to prevail when you let it in. So every one of the additions that you yourself can put on can only embellish what truly is going to help you. But you gotta have the help first because the band don't look good in the dark. But when the light's on, everything that God allows you to do will look great. It will prosper. You wanna know why it doesn't look good right now? Because you're trying to do it in the dark. Let the light. You couldn't figure it out on your own. So, you had to go to another source. And as soon as you address that source, something happened. Something broke. Sometimes, oh, I feel the Holy Ghost. Sometimes, we're not happy with what God breaks to let the light in. Why? Because we're uncomfortable with that breaking. There was too much of an attachment to what needed to break. So God said, if I don't break this, you will never appreciate the light that I'm about to bring to your life. So you know what? In order for you to really get this blessing, I've got to break some things. It's all right. I'm happy with one clap. That just lets me know that's exactly what you needed to hear. Oh, don't you clap now. Some things need to break off of your life because you won't let it go and because you won't let it go God says I have to break it and when I break it you won't want it anymore because it's broken and you can't put it back together again you can't fix it and so you'll leave it alone so I'm going to break it I'm going to destroy it I'm going to shatter it and then I'm going to shine my light i will give you some instruction right now we're going to pray If you're going to benefit from this service that you came to, you won't appreciate what you're, gonna, what, you're, what you're feeling in this house unless something breaks. And some of the biggest things that's hardest to break, Pastor, is not the things that we've held on to, not the things that we put our trust in. Some of the hardest things to break is us. And God is looking at you. He said, He's like, I hear your prayer. or oh, I know I haven't done anything yet, but I'm still working in the dark. And you know what? You think you're like, Man, wow, well, how are you working so long? When is this thing gonna be done? Uh, and, and God is saying, That's the reason why it's taking so long. Because you don't even realize the thing I'm working on is you. I'm setting you up to be broken. And once your will breaks. Once your pride breaks, then I can step in and do exactly what you've been asking me for. But I'm going to have to get you out of the way. So I'm going to break something off of you. I'm going to break something in you. And God says, that is the perfect opportunity for my day to shine. Every hand lifted up. of the Lord walking down your aisle saying arise and shine for thy light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon thee, hallelujah he's asking you are you willing to let him break some things off of you some ways of thinking some ideologies that you've been holding on to some of your rights that you think you're entitled to God says I'm going to break your entitlement I'm going to break that mentality I'm going to break everything that the enemy trying to invest in you ever since you were a child. I'm going to break the effects of your trauma. I'm going to break the effects of your abuse. I'm going to break the effects of everything the enemy has been doing in the dark. And when I break it, I'm going to let my light shine. stop right there. We're going to continue right here. Hear me. The voice of the Lord is speaking to the church. I'm not talking about this church. I'm talking about his whole body. He says, if you will let go of entitlement, God says, I don't owe you nothing but I gave you everything. And he says, you, you're asking me to give you everything? And you, you, and you owe me everything? And how much have you given me? He says, I'm not just talking about your monetary value. How much of you have you given me? Because God says, I gave you all of me. Not just in sacrifice, but in practicality. I I literally gave you me. He said in this service, those of you that have been living in darkness and have been feeling emptiness, he said, I have made it available for you to have all of me. Not just some of me, not just a little light, I am perfect light and I am willing to live in you. What are you willing to give me? God says, there's only one thing I'm requiring of you right now. Brokenness. He says, you're going to have to come off that horse, Paul. I'm going to have to knock you down for you to see the light. And it might be blinding at first, but you're not going to live in darkness. That is just your beginning. Hallelujah. You, you might be wrestling right now, but you don't even re- realize you're wrestling with the very thing that can give you a blessing. And you might not see it. You're wrestling in the dark, Jacob. You're holding on and you're asking for a blessing. And God says, I can give it to you, but something's got to change. I've got to break you. I've got to change the way you walk. I've got to change the way you talk to your spouse. I've got to change the way you live. I've got to change everything about you. I've got to change the way you think. I've got to change what you do in your private time. I've got to change who you are when nobody's looking. I've got to change it. But if you don't let me break you, nothing will change. Because I introduce light into the middle of your day with a breaking. Every hand lifted, God is ready for you now. What are you willing to give Him today? When you stepped into that darkness, thought things was about to be over, you didn't realize that things were just beginning. And as you're walking, And things are getting darker. God made available, fresh out of the wrapper, a brand new mercy. It doesn't come in the middle. It's provided before the day have. Before you ever needed his mercy, he made it available. Before you ever needed his grace, he made it available. Hallelujah. And he's saying, today is a brand new day. How will you respond to what I've done in your life? Hallelujah. Because if you wait until everything gets better, that gives me no glory. But if you respond to me now, while you still got questions for God, while you still got some, some, some things that you don't really understand, you're trying to figure it out, but you choose him anyway. God says, that's what I'm looking for right now. When you're in desperate need of a blessing, and the blessing has not come, and you've been praying for that blessing for a long time, and there's little glimmers of the blessing that should have been. And this probably, I, I looked at it and I thought that was it, but it wasn't it. And, and you're looking at these things and you're, you're, you think that God is playing with your emotions. God is not playing with you. He's setting you up to be open to the light. Hallelujah. I'm speaking to somebody right now. You've been looking for a financial blessing. And it's been there the whole time. But you couldn't see what God was doing because all you paid attention to was what was going wrong. And whatever you pay the most attention to is what you are actually worshiping. That's why God doesn't like when we complain. He does not like when we murmur or we only talk about the negative because it gives glory Although it's negative, whatever you embellish and talk about the most, you give worth to it. You give glory to that thing. And God is saying, stop talking about your problems. Start talking about me. And if you when you begin to start talking about me, it'll begin to lift you or your faith to another level because you'll begin to convince yourself of what you really know of God. Hallelujah. When you begin to rehearse that God is good all the time, when you begin to rehearse that he owns the cattle on a thousand hills, when you begin to rehearse, hallelujah, that he'll provide all your need according to his riches in glory. It'll begin to let you begin to... Why am I even tripping about this? Why am I even complaining? God is here the whole time. Hallelujah. God is saying, I gave you everything. Every hand lifted, hallelujah. He's asking you right now. He says, I know what you're asking me for. What are you going to give me? You've been asking me to step inside of your home and work on some things that you have no control over. And God says, that's no problem for me. But you're not waiting on me. How are you going to respond? In this new day. I sent this speaker to tell you exactly what you needed to hear in order to respond the right way. He says, you don't get sad because it's dark. You need to get glad because it's dark. Because the darkness does not last. That's why he told us in Isaiah, he said, my God, he says, no weapon. That means everything that the devil could do. Everything that your spiritual enemies can do shall not prosper. That doesn't mean, that doesn't mean, oh, it won't work. That means it won't last. Because there's going to be a moment where it looks like what the devil's doing is working on you. But all you've got to do is endure. Hallelujah! Just wait a little while because it's going to fade away. Oh, hallelujah. And when you've been able to endure, what the darkness can do in your life, you're going to realize it's not over. God has a word for somebody today. You came here to hear God tell you it's not over. It's just your beginning. Lift your hands. Oh, God. If you are visiting with us for the very first time or you are here, and you are not necessarily a member of this church, God sent me to speak this to you. What I am saying today is not for the people that's been here for years. I came to preach to you. I came to preach to the people that have been on the fence in their commitment with what God has been already speaking to you about. And for some of you that are sitting here right now, This is just an echo of what God has been already talking to you about. So God is asking you now, now that it's all out on the table, now that you really know and you don't got a question that this was God telling you this, what are you going to do about it? Are you going to just sit there and wrestle in the dark? Wrestling with the blessing because it gives you validation. Yeah, I'm I'm fighting this thing. I'm wrestling, I, and I'm, this thing's not going to overtake me. God says, "Okay, there's only one way out of that fight right there. You're going to walk out broken. If you want to walk out blessed, what are you willing? How are you willing to respond right now? Hallelujah." How are you willing to respond right now? Every hand lifted, every eye closed. God has told you exactly what's going on and all you have to do is make the right choice. All you have to do is say yes and when you do something is going to break and light will follow hallelujah let's all stand right now light, light will follow hallelujah nobody looking around there's some people here even This week, you asked yourself about the darkness that you've been feeling. God said, this is why I am talking to you about this right now. Because you thought nobody heard what you were saying to yourself, but I heard every word. And I sent this minister to speak to you so you can know. That I was with you in the darkness. Now that you know that you are not alone. How are you going to respond to my invitation? <laughs> Hallelujah. God said I'll give you everything. It's already available. All I'm asking you to do is bring your broken pieces and lay it right here on the altar. And I'm not gonna put you back together again. I'm gonna build you better. I'm gonna, you're gonna, you're not even gonna look like the old you. Hallelujah. But when I when I come in, hallelujah, old things are passed away, and all things are becoming new. Hallelujah. 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 Come on. Stop fighting them. Oh, I heard that in your spirit. Well, I've been to church before and I know what this is about. No, no, you don't. That's why, you're in the same cycle, the same 24 hours of your emotions. You're a wreck one day, you're happy one day, you're sad one day, you're depressed the other day, you, you feel a little indifferent this day, and you don't know what to do that day. The other day, you want to uh, just take your life and all this other. Stop the cycle. Let something break. Oh, glory to God. It's not going to end until you break. When you break, he's going to let the light shine. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Who you are, sir, ma'am. What are you you choosing right now? He came to speak directly to you. And he's saying, what are you going to do with what I just said to you? It's time for something to break. Something has got to break. Come on, who are you today? You might have came with somebody. Or you're standing next to someone you know needs this blessing. I said, I'm thankful for my people that have been dedicated to me, that are responding to my word. But I didn't just prepare my atmosphere for the people that already know me. He said, I'm looking for somebody to introduce myself to. You think you know me, but you have no idea who I am. He says, "It, it shows by how you respond to pressure in your life. How you respond to arguments in your home. How you respond to different things that cause you anger or make you a little nervous. It respo- it, well, your response shows what you really believe about me. And he said, I gi- I'm giving you an opportunity right now to change it all. Every hand lifted, hallelujah. Who's going to step into your new day? Because as soon as you break, there's going to be a day star that arises in your heart. Hallelujah. It's called the Holy Ghost. He's going to rise up in you like a river of living water and begin to speak through you. Hallelujah. With new tongues as the Spirit of God gives you the utterance. You go ahead and let that. Let that day's star begin to arise in you. Hallelujah. Go in and say, God, I'm not trying to be tough. I'm not trying to act like I got it all together. God, here I am. I'm broken. God, let your light shine.